0: one hello everybody and welcome to hit chat group chat i'm your host connor reynolds uh we have the two absolutely dashing gentlemen next to me we have the great and amazing jp fashon and then we also have the absolutely incredible and uh our our i don't know what we'll call it tom segura uh connor (laughs) burns like more Jack and some hot Saguaro. Still, it's funny. Ayo. Ayo. Well, shit, boys. It's been a little bit. We did not do a potty us three. Uh, we actually had Andrew Cressy, uh, one of JP's homies, uh, come on the podcast last week, uh, talk a little bit about uh, him working with the uh, minor league system with the Astros, uh, winning a World Series rank, uh different stuff like that. So... Uh, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, Burns, you got a different background, dude. What's going on? I moved.
1: I uh, I moved across the river in Edmonton. Probably nobody will even know what that means. But I uh, moved like 10 minutes away. I was living in the house with like three of my buddies. Um, uh, we called it the trap house, so you can imagine what kind of state that was in. And then uh, I moved in with my girlfriend to an apartment. So you can say I'm growing up. It's a very nice...
0: Very different living situation, oh, I would imagine. Oh, yes, very good. You actually have like something hanging on the wall that's not a beer, like, uh, was it case?
1: Well, whoa, whoa, man. I, the background before I had my whiteboard with my
0: schedule and I had a painting up. What are you talking about? <laughs> Apologies, dog. Apologies. I feel like it's normally, uh, when you move in with a lady, that's when you actually start putting up real like stuff on the walls oh cool. my bad dude you should you should see the
1: living room right now it looks good <laughs> it looks good as hell man i got bookshelves i got a wine rack Come on. <laughs> oh. Oh.
0: that is dude, we're gonna, we're gonna bar tour and i got like 12 wine glasses it is that's wild. now here's my here's my question how many normal mm-hmm. glasses do you have or do you only have wine glasses we honestly
1: we've got so many fucking glasses. It's kind of ridiculous. Too many, too many glasses. How many? I, uh, I did. We had like more wine glasses. I was like, I don't know where to put these. Like, I don't know where to put
0: them.
1: How many uh things of Tupperware do you have? I'm I'm very confident in saying this because I know she will not listen to me. She will. She won't listen to the podcast, so she's not going to hear this. But, um, she was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll get the Tupperware, or whatever." Like, okay, sweet. She gets like three yay big Tupperware containers and then like 50, just like the size of my fist. And I'm like, are we going to do a clip from there?
0: <laughs> no. Clip it. Clip it. Send it, it right anyone, <laughs> send it through it right now. For anyone wondering, we have the ability to clip stuff now. And three, two, one, clipped. I've clipped. <laughs> but I, no, I bought
1: like. Ten things of uh Tupperware today and a couple big ones. So we're all stocked up right now. we spent five hundred bucks at Costco. Oh my god.
0: Yo. I got a few at Costco. So for I I look pretty like shape wise, like silhouette wise of my fan I looked uh, very close to my dad. Like we are like if you're flashing the Costco card, like it's one and the same, right? And on Tuesdays is my normal off day. So that's when I go, I'll get some steaks. I'll cook, I'll grill all those up for the next week. That's my food. Get some rice, uh, normally like dog food, different things like that. Uh, So I go on a Tuesday uh, last week and strolling through and there was oddly like just enough people in the regular lines for me to like look at the self-checkout. And I've done the self-checkout before, so it wasn't like scary or anything like that. So I go over to the self-checkout, and, bro, there's this little fucking pipsqueak nerd-looking motherfucker that I'm, like, going up to this one, and he looks over at me, throws his hand like, grrr. he goes, um, over here, sir, I can help you over here. All right, shit. So I wander on over, I have a drink in my hand, because for anybody that doesn't know, hit the food court first. So that way you're not hungry walking around Costco because then you're buying, fuck, everything. So I, I already hit the food court. So I have my drink and I set it down on the scale. And keep in mind, this is like literally like a medium-sized, like nothing, like I'm not tipping the fucking scale. Right? I've got five things in my cart. Like I'm not even going to put them out onto the scale. I just needed something so that way I could go into my fanny pack, grab my wallet, pull out the Costco card. So I, I, I set the drink down. And this dude, like, goes, oh, oh, excuse me. Leans over, grabs it, and puts it on a shelf. Because, you know, don't want to fuck up the scale, I guess. I don't know. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I pull out my card, and I'm, like, holding it up so that way he could scan it. And uh, he goes, excuse me, sir, can you please move your finger? All right. So I, like, move my finger. And he goes, oh, is that you in the picture? And I was just like, oh, no, it's my dad. And he goes, oh, Are you on the account? I don't know. I should be. I've been shopping here like every Tuesday for the last like five months. So I would assume so. And he goes, oh, okay, okay. And turns around and fucking just starts screaming, supervisor, I need a supervisor. I'm like, all right, this ain't going good. So all of a sudden this little fucking, this lady comes running over and he explains the deal. She grabs the thing, goes upstairs. Well, one of the things in my cart was uh windshield wiper fluid. Because it's been snowing out here, you got the salt going up on the windshield, can't see shit. So I'm getting that, and we're sitting there, and this dude, dead ass looks at me and goes, you know, there's a lot of pretty important things in that cart, but the most important, the windshield wiper fluid. I just, like, looked at him, I'm like, yeah, pretty important. He goes, you know, I don't care if my car has leather seats, I don't care if it has the best stereo, if it can't drive, it doesn't work. And I've just stared at this dude like, yeah, I know. And he's like, keeps trying to make fucking small talk. And I'm just like, bro, I'm not fucking about this lady comes down. They're like, yeah, you're not on the account. And so I literally had to stand there in the middle of Costco and fucking just walk out. All my shit in the (laughs) cart. Just fucking walk on out. Literally was getting like stakes, expo markers, like a couple of things. Not crazy. And yeah, so uh, right now, fuck you, Costco. <laughs> Tough, scene. got it. Tough scene.
2: Oh. JP, what's going on, dude? Oh man, you know, off season is uh, well, my off season is here, Uh-oh. and uh, it's been it's been slow, but um, I got uh, got a pro ball job offer out of nowhere, which uh, kind of a kind of a big deal, um, and uh ended up ended up turning it down. Um, for what? For a handful of reasons, but um, you know, it was, it was kind of a rattling experience to be honest. Um, you know, yeah, four years ago, five years ago, I didn't know if I'd get paid to be a coach. So it's kind of uh it's kind of an eye opening thing. I was like, oh, all right, I guess I'm okay. I'm because I'm okay at this. Um, so that was good. But uh, other than that, I mean, pff, dude, Jim is dead. We don't we don't have many
0: people around. Uh, so. Been nice enjoying the downtown a little bit. Well, first off, little uh round of applause for you, JP. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, for first CI yeah, on uh on the potty, uh first host on the potty get a pro gig. So we're proud as fuck of you, dude. Um by honestly, I I know Burns might have a few words about it, but like there was anybody who fucking get a pro gig, dude, like you're the dude. You know what I'm saying? So Uh, just to even be able to say that I do a podcast with you, um, it's an absolute pleasure. So proud as fuck of you. Um, obviously, you know, probably not an easy decision having to, you know, turn down a pro gig, like you said, but you know, when there's one, there's about to be a lot, dude. So I'm so happy for you, man. So proud. Yeah. Appreciate
2: it. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's, uh, it was good, but. Yeah, we're gonna we're, get prepped and ready to go for the next uh, next couple months, see what happens. Hey yo, Good shit. Fit Good shit, for sure.
0: Well said, yeah. Burns. Couldn't, couldn't have said it better than myself. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I have actually been pretty active uh, on some Facebook pages, uh, some Facebook, Facebook. groups. I <laughs> know. Uh, that is where it's a dangerous That's thing to be active on. just you wait till i pull some of this shit up bro uh i've had one post get taken down already (laughs) i've run into some very interesting human beings uh where i'm just like i didn't even know that was possible to argue that but here we are and uh yeah it's been pretty interesting uh to say the least so um First, first post I put out, I essentially made a video saying that if you weigh under 150 pounds and you're a freshman or sophomore, asking should you play summer baseball, um, I said you shouldn't, and so that got like blown up in the page. Within one day, I had over 500 views on the YouTube video, which for anyone that doesn't know, that's about 499 more views than I normally get, so that was really cool, uh, but it ended up we had a really good discussion. Uh, one guy said that I was advocating for their steroid use and youth. Uh, so that was interesting. Another person said that I was trying to body shame, uh, teenagers. So that was pretty interesting. Uh, and a third person said that you don't need to lift to, or you don't need to be essentially bigger than like 150 pounds to play, you know, high level baseball. So, a lot of wild uh kind of interesting takes um there were some people that were pretty respective in the chat um a lot of the people didn't actually watch the full video i was more so talking about i had a lot of uh freshmen that i work with that are coming up to me and like oh you know i had tryouts uh uh for this one summer team it's a 16u we're going out of state we're gonna i'm gonna get all this college exposure uh, what do you think about it? And it's like, uh, you weigh 110 pounds, haven't hit the ball over 80 miles an hour, and I don't think you can throw over 70. Probably shouldn't be looking to get exposure, uh, should probably look to be getting bigger. And so I essentially just made a video talking about that. Like I said, um, a lot of, lot of back and forth. I put it in three different pages on Facebook. One of the pages ended up taking my video down because I said the word shit. And the YouTube video. Mm. And okay. because, I know, because my video, quote unquote, the target audience was 13, 14, and 15 year olds, uh, that is uh, not appropriate. <clears throat> so that was wild. Um, yeah. We've hung
2: around with 13, 14, 15 year olds and they never they never curse. They would I've
0: say never say. Never once cold. in my life have heard a 13, 14, or 15 year old curse. it. So. Yeah hand up i that was absolutely horrible on my end um the the kind of vulgar language that i've been using around the youth of america um i really need to reconsider um i actually think about getting a muzzle just so that way i can you know check what i'm saying but on that first thing what how where do you guys feel what do you guys think uh about you know undersized athletes looking to play on college exposure teams how do you guys feel about that
2: yeah i mean uh, exposure can go both ways i think is though the lesson to be learned here and i like to comment about body shaming i think that's kind of funny because it's like yes i am trying to body shame these children into like getting go go touch the weight room one time like that's that is what i'm trying to do um yeah i, I exposure goes both ways i mean you can you can get exposed and, and a lot of colleges will just be like yeah I'm not going to pay attention to this kid um, and you know if you're good enough they'll they'll pick you up I guess but I think the I forget who it was on Twitter did the did the poll about uh, it was basically asking a bunch of college coaches like where do you get your recruits from uh, and most uh, the, the highest response was like word of mouth other coaches I know some high school coach or I know some college coach and they know a kid or know a facility, and they they told me about this kid. And the the second one was Twitter and like social media. Um, so what I, yeah, weird. Uh, so like the exposure camps, I think they're they're good in the same way that like playing summer baseball in college is good. Uh, like if you need at bats, if you need to see some like higher level competition, um, then that's great for for your development. Uh, but if you're banking on going to play in whatever PBR tournament in Arizona and there's going to be 7,000 coaches there and one of them is going to see you and uh pick you up when you're undersized, don't hit the ball very hard, and it's just not going to happen. It's just fought out that, that easy. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat>
1: I just, it's just, it seems so simple. It seems so simple. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know where and I just, social media, is it like the power of the branding of these different like organizations? Is it still just a different, it's a different facet now, but it's still just dumbass dads doing stupid shit rather than like referring out? I don't know. But look, if you weigh 115 pounds, you gotta fucking gain weight, you gotta get stronger, you're just not gonna play college baseball, it's a fact, and I think too, especially like when you're talking about freshman sophomore, like getting in the weight room and um, it doesn't mean like, hey I'm 115, this one off season, I'm gonna gain 70 pounds, get up to fucking 180, 190 it's like, that's, that's not what it's about but it's about like, starting to ingrain good movement patterns, you know putting in good habits, all that type of stuff, so you start gaining a little bit of weight, start getting a little stronger. So by your senior year, maybe you're one sixty five, one seventy and primed to have a really big off season. You know, it's I think it's just all about uh instant gratification now. It's like, oh if I go to this one PBR showcase, I'm gonna fucking get signed. Oh, if I go if I do this one thing, I, I'm gonna get an offer here. It's like, no, that's not how shit works. Um you just got to be incredibly self-aware and just do your homework do your homework and hopefully you've got a good coach or somebody around you that's going to fucking just be brutally honest with you because you know if if you're 115 120 you're in the ninth grade you get the ball fucking 70 miles per hour you don't need to do any cases you know and honestly I'm not saying you don't need to play summer baseball but like you, you play baseball guess what man you can you can live too you know there's there's nothing
2: saying you can't lift in season. So, yeah, I think a lot of it comes down <laughs> to the the parents, just like the parents talking to each other and thinking they know baseball and like. It's just it's just it's changed so much recently, and like even if the parent like played back in their day, like it's just not the same process. And like if the the ninth grade, the the schools that are going out and looking for a ninth grader. 10th grade, like a freshman sophomore guy to sign are Division I schools that are fairly high level. It, they're, not, they're not gonna throw money at some kid who's four for four with four singles. it's just not they're looking for the like top one percent of that class. And the, the the schools that you're gonna go to realistically are not gonna recruit you your freshman or sophomore year. They just they don't because the 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 amount of time it takes like and that's that's part of what I don't think a lot of athletes and parents understand is like the recruiting window for yeah, for division one like power five schools is earth it's very early but the recruiting window for d three n a i a division two junior college like is much later than people think like we you know at the Division three school I was at we're signing guys up until like registration day you know like we're at the JUCO I was at like we're we're signing guys in the fall you know what I mean like we are we're just constantly bringing guys in uh it, this idea that like recruiting windows are like super early uh it is for the top one percent of high school kids in the country but for everybody else like you got more time than you think. Like it's much, more, much, much more valuable to be ready to go for your junior and senior year at high school than it is
0: to think that you need to get on somebody's radar your freshman year. The, um, the one guy that said I was body shaming uh, teenagers, I asked him, if you had a kid that was failing classes and you told him you need to get a tutor, is that academic shaming? <laughs> yes, you're brain shaming him. Yeah, like, yeah. oh. no. And, and it's mind-boggling to me. Um, the some of the responses I got, and I agree 100% with you, Burns. Like, I think it's fully possible, uh, to lift in season and stuff like that. My thing is, is do parents just feel and do coaches just feel like that when you've been playing baseball since at minimal, let's say, sixth grade, right? You've been playing the game for four years. Are you going to magically learn something different while you're in the game that you haven't never learned ever before, like in the 20 to 70 games that you play in that summer? Like, I, I I I think back to when I was playing. I don't think I ever, like, one time tried something brand new in a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always did it in practice. I always, like, went through, whether it's, like, a new glove flip or uh, trying something different. And, you know, here at our facility, we're lucky enough to offer, uh, live a So guys are able to still, and not every facility is lucky enough to do that. But like, I, like, I don't know if you're actually going through and looking at the amount of time commitment that it takes in the summer for a college exposure travel team. Like I, I went through it with one of my kids and I was like, all right, like, you know, how long is a game? put down two hours. All right. Let's say you're playing, you know, four or five, six games on a weekend. How early do you have to get there an hour before? Okay. How long until after after that game are you able to go out and do something? Probably 30 to, minutes to an hour. Let's account for travel time. Let's account for eating. Let's account for spending time with your family. Let's account time for practices. Let's account time for, you know, uh, actually tra- training. Let's account time for lifting. Let's account time for uh, spending time with your family. This account uh, time for hanging out with your friends, playing video games, like being a kid. And at the end of it, the, the dude had negative 10 hours. <laughs> and we we haven't had this You got to add school in there. You got to go to class. Uh, it was like, uh, so I don't have that much time. You know, no, not really. And so yeah, it's one of those where like, if you have the time, money, energy, and ability to commit that to playing and training, hey, fucking go for it. Knock it out. I just don't think realistically that many kids are able to do it because maybe they say they're going to do it and all of a sudden you get done with a tournament on the weekend and it's like, all right, it's time to go lift. Eh, I don't know. I am gonna. I want to sleep some more. I want to do this. I want to do that. It, it can be tough or on the money side, you know summer ball teams are anywhere between 15 to four grand out here. And it's like, do you have the ability to do that? And then also like actually lift and actually get like a meal plan. That's right. It can be tough. Um, so like if you're able to do it, like fucking do it, go for it, do it well. Um, I just honestly don't think like missing 20 to, you know, 70 s- summer games, your freshman year or whatever. Like I, I, personally don't feel like that's going to derail a career. I know for a fact being under 130 pounds as a junior because all you've been doing is focusing on playing the game to get better. I know for a fact that's going to derail some careers. Um, That's not the only thing that I ended up putting out. Um, This actually got way more, not backlash, but interesting comments (laughs) that I was not fucking expecting at all. Uh, I put out a message that said, friendly reminder, for one to hit a line drive, one must hit the ball in the air. <laughs> I saw this. <laughs> Pretty
2: fucking simple in my eyes. Pretty simple. I mean, you would think like, yep, uh, yeah, but it is a line
0: drive. It is in the air. First comment I get, not necessarily. You can square a ball up and smoke a line drive one hopper to any infielder and not get any lift on the ball. Smoking a line drive one hopper can be more difficult to a fielder than lifting a line drive in the air. I get where you are saying, though as a lot of coaches are teaching kids not to swing level and lift the ball, all players have their own swings to adapt to. So how would you rule that? You need a one hopper line, line drive ground ball. right at an
2: infielder. Would you rule that a line right. out? Or like a 6-3 line out? Or he could to rule that a six-three crown ball?
1: But he can't make this shit. It's a, that's
2: <laughs> you It's unbelievable.
1: Just make it up. It's a, it's a ground ball. That's what that is. It's a ground, a ground ball. Ground ball. Not even. And not even. It's just. It is just a ground ball. You go. You, you. That's a ground ball. I don't know. Ah, okay, extra, cool. okay. Extra. All right. Point yeah. for the next max. point. Right. Is, next point. Get it out of here. That's it. There it is. <laughs> you did just that. I was just like. <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> um and this was one of my favorite ones. This is one of my favorite. Um gentleman responds with just keep teaching those kids to pop up.
1: That's a good one. I you know what? I respect <laughs>
2: <laughs> You know, you got me there. I do not Exactly what I said, you know, that was that I was trying to frame it in such a way that I was talking about line drives. So I'm
0: actually teaching guys the pop up. That's exactly what I'm referring to, because anytime the ball is in the air, that is a pop up. Yeah, that's what I was taught. So if it's got if it's got launch angle, then it's a pop up. That's a pop up. Even if there's a negative number in front of that launch angle. Anytime there's launch angle. That was a anytime there's launch angle, right? Um, so, yeah, no, that was wild. Uh, So I responded with saying, you're disagreeing that a line drive must be hit in the air. This is where it gets awesome. Gentleman says, nope. I'm disagreeing with your point of the post. Maybe incorporate some teacher man PVC drills while you're at it. <laughs> got his
2: ass <laughs> he got poor <more> ass <laughs> so I might deactivate my account. yeah I don't know how you come back around one I mean <laughs>
0: no I'm not disagreeing with that well that was the only thing I said so what are you <laughs> literally nothing else uh, so I responded with what's your definition of a line drive then to me it's something that's not on the ground but also not a fly ball maybe I'm just crazy though You are. I think, yeah. Madman, bro. Mad. (laughs) I mean, Uh, he did not respond. No response. So, good. Having having some self awareness. Well, no. And here's the best (laughs) part because I put this in two different groups or two different Facebook groups. One of them has to uh, be accepted by the admin before it's posted. This one, it just goes straight to the post. So, this my I put the same exact thing in the other uh, group, and it just been accepted. And the same guy went and reacted with the little, like laughing crying face emoji. And so I guess he, I, I'm a, I I don't want to like be that guy that like goes out of my way, to. Stir it up, but, like, I'm just waiting for Homeboy to fucking say something out on another post and just be like, hey, so waiting for that definition of a line drive there, bucko. Ah, uh, man. Yeah. No, nah, yeah. it was uh, it was fun so far, so I'm really starting to enjoy uh, the group pages. Yeah. How dare you
2: say something so controversial
0: yet so true? I know, right? Not Dude, even shit, because that's just a pop-up.
2: Facebook, yeah. for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, <for laughs>
1: What the hell are you doing? Man? <laughs> oh this quit wasting your time on there for god's sake that is that is a breeding ground for forty five plus white dudes who fucking hate lawn Fangle I mean come
0: on oh <laughs> uh, and that's why I, that's where I need to live bro Good God I'm gonna be staying in these I'm gonna be staying in these groups living rent free in people's heads oh, just back shows stay <laughs> on Okay. No, so that was that was kind of the extent of all of my beefs. Um, I don't know, kind of interesting. uh on the other social media side I put out, I, w- I really want to start doing more like presentation and talks this year. Um, ended up giving one. I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast. Um, accidentally gave one to like some really fucking well-known people in the baseball world, uh accidentally a couple weeks ago. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It's one of those where, like, I've been, like, i terrified of public speaking. Like, Bernsey, even at Garden, dude, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, Coach Long's class, the business, business ethics. Dude, with how, like, not giving a shit that class was, I, w- I was terrified to give, like, speak in front of the class. Like, I do not like public speaking. I don't like, I don't know, it's just... Freaks me out. Palms get sweaty. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. Vomit on my sweater already. Monsagheti. Well, <laughs> <nice. Yeah. laughs> I Well, I podcast. And, uh, yeah, like, I gave one to, like, 40 people uh, and had a lot of fun with it. And we've been having uh, these things called t sacks uh where our two performance people kind of like go through like five hours six hour days of like baseline instruction and how to build out plans and what to look for like little tiny things that I feel like if you were to g- tell like just your rink-a-dink like dad coach or whatever or not even dad coach my bad like high school coach they'd kind of be like oh why do I need to think about that or focus on that. But I, I really like how they go about their things. I really like how, uh, like, ground up it is. You know, there's no assumptions. They literally go over every little thing in, you know, the finest details. Uh, and it's something I, I, I would really like doing a little bit more of, uh, kind of giving speeches, um, talking about how we use technology here, how we train here, uh, and different things like that. So uh, I don't know. That's something that I really want to kind of lean a little bit more into this coming year. Is there anything that... Uh, with you guys' newfound time uh, with tryouts or the season coming up, is there anything that you guys almost kind of want to dabble a little bit more into uh, with this newfound time uh, of JP's "quote unquote" off season that you mentioned? Uh, what are you guys trying to do to fill your time? Want me to go? Go for it. I'll go.
1: Um, man, I just you know here here's the problem with me, okay? I Love coaching, and I, I, you know, I, I, really like, I love hitting. Okay, in college and even in high school, I've never been great student, and it's been a little bit more of like, you know, uh, some shit. This doesn't interest in me, and I was like, whatever. But with hitting, man, it's like fuck, I gotta, I gotta really, I gotta really hone it in. I'm just actually just not that good of a student, and I get distracted, and. So really what I want to work on is really hone in on setting X number of pages, whatever it is, uh, blog posts, whatever it may be. But like make sure I'm putting in my time um, every single day, you know, so I, I've got a goal this this March right now. I'm, I'm working through hacking the kinetic chain. It's nothing big, but it's just like, hey, I want to um, read, annotate, take notes half half an hour every single day for March. That's it. Just really start bringing that habit in, um, because I found it's, it, it, for me, it's gone in waves of, like, there's some days where I'm, like, I'm just all in on it, and then I will go, like, three or four days of just not really, you know, expanding myself on, on, on things I could be researching or, or learning or exposing myself to, right? So I just want to really, um, create that good habit of making sure I'm still fucking learning and continuing to learn um and even not just stuff that i'm interested in but also you know shit that i maybe don't even know about you know getting trying to get all different sides of the puzzle and putting that together so that's what i'm working on
2: i like that yeah pretty i mean honestly pretty pretty similar uh yeah got a lot more time um which is good uh and and i think you know, like i said at the beginning of the year like this is the year of, of the professional so you know we got nicer clothes we got to start acting a little bit more professional so um we i think with the downtime it's been uh kind of just getting getting organized uh for for a lot of it and like finding good systems that 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 i can reliably use when when things kick back up and um part of that's just like getting not calendar dialed and like making sure i plan out my time really efficiently and um, like Burns was saying, it's just uh, try and try to have uh, you know 15 minutes, 30 minutes here and there to every day to to kind of get into something. It was something that John Sarapoulos got on on me about, um, uh, who's the trainer at drive line, it's with the Red Sox now, and he's like, JP, JP, you're a great guy, really smart, really smart, really smart, but you try to learn everything in a day, you can't do it, you can't do. It. We got to do a little a lot, we got to do a little a lot. 15 minutes 15 minutes every day that's all you need that's all you need so uh, yeah it's that's I've tried to heed his heed his wise words and and add 15 minutes to to kind of learn some different things And right now I'm looking into uh got to learn more about motor learning um and, and kind of uh, the the kind of research on that stuff and um looking into some AI things just cuz that's going to be heavily integrated with with all of our jobs in the future, I would imagine. Um, so, kind of getting getting familiar with that and like what what we could use it for, um, and just trying to wrap my little brain around that. Um, and then once once the season gets going, i plan planning on really getting into Statcast and some sabermetric stuff, and getting that kind of dialed in.
0: Is Hawkeye going to be running?
2: Yes. Hawkeye is going to be running this year, uh, I believe every major league stadium and most minor league stadiums will have Hawkeye, uh, which is huge. Um, and it's definitely going to change, change the landscape to some extent. Uh, we'll see how teams use it. Um, and, and what, what they're going to do with it. Uh, I hope all that data is going to be public somehow. Uh, but I kind of highly doubt it. Um, Unfortunately, but yeah, yeah. I kind of highly doubt that, but, um, yeah, that'd be cool. Um,
0: for me, like, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I, mean, uh, yeah. I kind of, I, I really want to get into the, uh, presentation speaks and stuff like that. Uh, but also over here on my whiteboard, I have like a content, like dump of what I've been wanting to do on there for a while. Uh, I also have like my wish list. Uh, I'll run through it uh, with you guys here in a sec. You guys let me know what you think. Um, But I kind of had today. Uh, Today's like the first day that I kind of like actually felt the effect of guys like being like with their high schools. Um, Normally I'm doing probably like, I'll be like four to like 10 hours a day of instruction. Uh, Today I had two lessons and one team. So I had a lot of free time on the hands. So that was weird. Uh, I was trying to figure out how to do that. Not a good time for a national shortage on Adderall. Not a good time for a national shortage on Adderall. That's fucking with me. And he's kicking (laughs) in. Oh, bro. It was, it was brutal. I had to put a timer on my phone for like 10 minutes. And, like, if I got off track, that 10 minutes was like, hey, like, you got off track. And if I'm staying on track, that 10 minutes is just like, hey, repeat. So that was in full effect today. Uh, But I went through and essentially just made, like, a content landscape of, like, I made three different categories. Blog, uh, video, YouTube, uh, and then social media. So I just went through all of my, uh, content ideas and just like categorize them. Like, is this something that could be a blog? Is this something that could be a video? Is this something that would be like nice little short clip, uh, for social media, uh, went through also made, uh, I don't know. You guys, I don't think there's too many people that come on to here just to solely steal our ideas, but I essentially had the thought of, uh, doing like an intro video of saying like all the different things that we do here. And then, and like each time when I talk about hit tracks and blast motion and, driveline track uh while i'm discussing that don't go into detail but say hey you know click this video right here look in the description and that would then take them to a different video that would go more in depth on that specific topic then within that specific topic you know within blast motion i would lightly touch on bat speed attacking or rotational acceleration but then each one of those different topics would have their own specialized video that goes more in depth on that. And then within those videos, I would say, Hey, if you need to work on, you know, bat speed, as I'm talking about bat speed, here are drills below that you could go to. So essentially one video would then be like a tree of like 40 other videos that is attached to it. So, um, had that idea the other night when I was vacuuming. So really excited about, you know, looking to apply that, um, different things, but the, uh, the wish list that I have. You guys let me know how I, what you guys think. Give me a grade. Give me like an A through an F of how you guys, what you guys think about this. Okay. So at the very tippity top, I have the I pitch XL baseball machine, uh, 14, 1400 or I apologize, 14 grand and a hundred dollars, uh, for the unit. And I have the barrel feeder, the uh, spin ball barrel feeder that would attach to it. Uh, and that would be 2300. Um, I have. I would like to redo all of our uh, tees to cage pro tees. I'm not sure if you guys have had the pleasure of working with cage pro tees. Huh. Magnificent, best tees I've ever used in my life. Uh, then below that, I would like to get the uh, large legs for my junior hack, set that bad boy up a little bit higher. Uh, The idea would be to use the hack as more of like a light BP close range and then have the eye pitch as more full length kind of thing. Uh, I would like to get the one-hand med balls. I don't know if you guys have seen Ben Miller's posts. Um, He has these one-hand med balls with a handle that are like a pound, two pounds, and you just fucking fling those things. You just do. Homeboy has a pocket radar and just flinging those. Really like that. I would like to get some of those. Uh, the mini axe bat, uh, the, you know, little two-hand one. Um, right now I have the one-hand ones. They're just way too light. So if I could get the two-hand, it's like 200, 250 bucks. So, like, JP, send me a code. The sport bat? Yeah, I bet. I love those. They're the best. They're awesome. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Fuck, JP, never mind on the code. <laughs> burns. Just fucking so send love- one, dog. Yeah, have five and him? What the fuck? Boy, that's a grand right there. Um, I mean, we made a big drive
1: a fucking couple months ago, so I got to shit them.
0: Jesus Christ. Good for you guys. We have, like, five dogs here, so I literally ran out of all of my tennis balls. Like, I have no tennis balls. All gone. I came with three dozen six months ago. They are all gone. So <laughs> we'd like to get some more tennis balls. Um Marv balls. Um I've I've done the comparisons. Love you, JP. I've done the side by sides. I'm a Marv Ball guy. Like, yeah. Wow. I'm Brute. I know. (laughs) Them them bitches are solid, bro. I'll I'll will i I'll send one. I'll send a dozen up to you and I'll scratch off the Marv. Yeah. And uh you let me know. You let me know. No, them bitches (laughs) are nice. Uh I like to give four dozen of those. Uh they're about like eighty bucks a pop, somewhere around there. Uh, so I'd like to get some of those, uh, the Miller mat. I don't know if you guys have seen the Miller mat before. Uh, it's the one where it's essentially like a box and it has the, uh, like Velcro things that go down and you put your feet into them. Um, that was their original one that they came out with. And so you like were duck footed. Right. And that was only the idea is you only put one foot in and the back foot still moves around. They're coming out with a new version where you could change the locations of the steps and the angles of the steps. Um, and I really like that. Uh, we do essentially uh beginning drill all the time off of the machine called post So guys already do their stride, they're locked, they're loaded, and then they go from here. Eliminates a lot of extra movement. Guys that suck on timing off of the machine, it's literally like an instant fix me pill. Like it is, you know, five minutes, boom, they're going. So. Really, really like to get one of those. Uh, I would like another hitting mat just to run like a lot more three plate. Uh, that way we're, we're like hitting on like a mat and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to be getting little clips that go onto the ground to attach bands. And we have these uh, Powercore 360 uh, hip and chest harnesses, but I don't have any youths. Like it's literally like larges and that's it. Uh, because I have a lot of athletes that are 100 150 pounds and shouldn't be playing summer ball I need to get smaller sizes to accommodate them. So I need to get a smaller set of that. But that's coming up here soon. And then, uh, I would also really like, uh To color coordinate all of my bats with the grips. So I have like three buckets Uh, I would like to color coordinate because right now motherfuckers do not know where shit goes Even though it's all labeled like literally everything is labeled, uh, still struggle with it. So maybe if we go to a color coordination system of the handle to what bucket it goes to, maybe that would help. So uh, yeah, I don't know. You guys let me know what you think, A to, you know, A plus to F minus, kind of where you guys would rank my wish list uh stuff I would like to get by next year. Yeah, I'm trying to be I would answer said,
2: so That'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was good. though my first thought was like, man, Jason Jason's gonna be writing a big old check for a lot of <laughs> that's a long list. <laughs> um no, I mean the only thing you're missing in there is an emotion capture lab. You know? That's the that's the big thing we're missing. Honestly you're too I, I... <laughs> the older... I already got it, bro. That's that's
0: next year's wish list. Do you guys have a K vest or? Nah, oh, yeah. just just my uh attempted Walmart version. Okay, okay. What'd would you, would you do a Walmart version? How'd you do a Walmart version? So it's the when I gra- got the lasers. So you have two lasers, like on the shoulders that are green, two lasers on the hips that are like red, and then a blue laser on the back. And so you like turn off the lights and you just <laughs> see like which of the lasers go first and I, like what order do they go. Not great, but against Walmart, baby. That might be Goodwill. Who knows? <laughs>
2: yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that's uh, I mean, intuitive or it, not intuitive,
0: but uh, in, in... ingenuity. I think. I don't know. I dropped out, so ingenuity. Ingenuity. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: I'd give that. I'd give that an A. I mean, I think we're we're probably you know, missing. Probably throw a K-Vest in there, but let's see that's a solid list. I don't know. It's don't just know. A neat. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I give it. I give it an A as well. A minus just yeah. to be different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bersey, you got anything on a wish list? You got? I'm sure you got you know, yeah. well,
1: wish list a mile long. Fuck, man, head tracks. That's number one right now. Yeah. Like, Like, especially now because we're we're at the, our own facility. Um, going, going away from the facility I was at with the hit tracks and good God, it just, it's just the best. It makes, you can do so much shit with it. So, um, hit track is number one for sure. Um, I think honestly, just m- more shit. So probably more, more spe- smash factor balls. I'll stay loyal to you. I'm not a, fucking loser appreciate that, appreciate that. And, uh, uh, yeah, smash factor balls, um, uh, Probably some more mini hitting plyos. I think K K Motion Vest is definitely on the list.
0: Um fuck, what was the what was the is the eye pitch? What is that fucking um, machine? The eye pitch, yeah. Spin balls uh has a little iPad fully controlled.
1: Yeah, SAS is stacked on the work as well. Um so yeah, I think the hit tracks just trumps everything though. That's that is number one. I don't I don't give a fuck about
2: anything else. Like a,
1: that is number one.
2: Yeah. Hey, any place I ever go to or would ever work at, like the first big purchase I would ask for is <laughs> me now,
0: a hit track. And it. Now, I don't know about you guys. JP, how often do you calibrate yours? Uh, we probably calibrate once, once a month, once every month and a half. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't done that in like six months. And dude, it's fucking brutal. Uh, you know
2: like you calibrate it you uh what know. is you gotta so they have a yeah basically this the exact same way we calibrate a motion capture lab it's i and they, it's pretty much the same cameras but they uh there's a different app that you pull up and it'll give you essentially what the camera what would have the end yeah motive and then you got to you basically gotta clear the frame and like set the cameras at certain settings and then you take this wand, a reflective wand, and it'll let the cameras know that you can kind of see everything, uh, in from like home plate out to I don't know, I think it's like five, ten feet, something like that. I don't know what that is in meters, sorry, Burns. Uh but you wand that out and then uh and then it, you know, it says great, great job and you let it know where the plate is and where the ground is and that kind of thing. Uh it's kind of, because of I lived in the States for fucking
1: four years. I don't eat art. That <laughs> <I> was wrong with
2: <laughs> uh, you. But, uh, Reynolds, do you have yours, like, bolted? Or is it just, like, a tape or something? Nah,
0: it's just taped down. Yeah.
2: Dude, like, that thing gets... I don't know what yours is like, but if ours moves a little bit or a ball goes off it and those cameras get moved, like, you start to miss, like, miss balls down the line uh, like dudes will just pull balls down the line. You're like, oh, that's
0: sick, and then it just doesn't read. Oh, uh, that's been happening for months. Okay, <laughs> and <laughs> and like, like yeah, yeah, dude. Here, let me pull this up. I I genuinely want to see how many pitches this thing has fucking seen. Isn't the that? other thing too is like, yeah. The other thing
2: that I'm like, okay, we need to calibrate this again. Is the strike zone will kind of be. A Little sketchy, where you kind of watch it out of the machine, you watch across the plate, and you're like, Well, I don't think that was as far in as it looks on the hit tracks. See, blew off. So, we've
0: had 36,000 hits or pitches or whatever the fuck it total count 36,067 in the six God months man. I've been here. God damn, I have not recalibrated that thing, dude. It's hurting. We've had two hit tracks leagues. Like, it's, it's hurting. It Call needs it. Dude, and here's the thing. Like, I did, I reached out to him like a week ago. And, like, I just, like, with the time zone differences, like, it's just been so difficult to try and, like, schedule it out in between, like, a lesson or here or there. So I'm actually going to have time now to do it. But, dude, it's been, it's been tough the last, like, two months. It's been tough. To a point where I almost just said "fuck it," like I'm going to do it my- by myself, yeah. and then I opened up Motive and I was like, oh, "I forgot. <laughs> I didn't know anything. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing."
2: That's how I feel when I open it up. I'm like, I don't. I, don't. I, I know you yeah, got. We do have some documentation with like a step-by-step process. That I might be able to help you out with.
0: Oh yeah, like I, I feel like I remember like pretty decent. You know, you got to open it up. You got to set the triangle where the two balls are in a straight line to the pitcher, one to the left. It's got to be, like, three feet in front of home plate or something like that. You can't have anything reflective around it. You got to, like, select each ball with each of the different cameras, and then you got to do the fucking shoulder exercise in the zone of where you're trying to hit. And you can check in and it says, you know, good or bad or whatever, like, I, like, remember it enough where I, I feel like if they were like, all right, do this, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, it's, it's been tough, though. It's been tough. Yeah. Now, real quick, I want to see what your guys' reactions are. How this freshman, or sophomore, I apologize, sophomore that comes into the Hitchhacks League, motherfucker hit five or six balls, 104-plus. Sophomore? A whore? Sophomore. Jesus. Motherfucker hit a ball 430. Yeah, you need to calibrate. Damn. You need to calibrate your hit tracks. <laughs> now here's the thing. I I still think that is very like I still think like because he went to PBR and on their track man he hit a ball in their preseason all state, a hundred. And that was off of like fifteen pitches this overhand. He's been doing the hit tracks league for six weeks. Like Dude, fucking, dude, He's... fucking bangs, bro. Literally, so, what, what's his best be like? Ah, uh, mid seventies. Yeah. Okay. Six four two hundred. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Oh yeah. He probably hits balls that don't hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> bro, man, mashes to a point where one day he showed up like at game time. Like, JP, you've been at the facility, but Burns, we have a like a door to the outside parking lot that's literally right next to the cage. It was open. He walked in as it was his, like, at bat, like, time to go up, hit a ball fucking 93. See, that's a dude dude that needs to
2: go play summer ball and go get exposure. (laughs) That's a guy that needs to go get exposure. That 150-pound kid that can't hit the ball over 90 miles an hour? No, no, no.
0: That's your competition. that That's the guy that's going to show up at the showcase. That's the guy that coaches are looking for. Bro, it's just different. Like, I was – and, like, you hear it. Like, I mean, they're using metal, but his is like a piercing sound where everyone else is just like an echoing sound. And you, got, you guys know what I mean. But, like, it's just like yeah. – it's different. That's all those old school coaches, you know. They talk about, hey, you can just you just hear it when they
2: swear it up. I mean, they're not they're not wrong. You can hear it, but it also helps when that number goes up. and You're like, whoa, whoa, yeah, you really got it.
0: Yeah, no, it's different, dude. And so I don't know. I'm really excited. The Hit Tracks League, I, I believe, was a success. Um, I'll read some stats to you guys really quick from the Hit Tracks League, and uh, keep in mind this was the second time that we've done the Hit Tracks League. And the first time the guy that led the league in home runs was had hit five and he hit three on the last day. So, not it wasn't like that we were having like a crazy home run race. Uh, this time, let's see here. Leaders, um, let's see here. We had uh, the gentleman that hit uh 104 multiple times he hit 12 uh home runs um that's essentially won a game and he missed a week as well uh we had another kid that hit 10 we had another kid that hit nine and uh, one kid showed up just for two days so four games he hit eight so that was wild uh seven four four three two one so we went from the leader being at five to we had one, two, three, four, five kids that hit over five. So that was pretty cool in my opinion. Um we had oh, dudes man. hitting six hundred. Uh we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven kids hit over five hundred. Um, lots of RBIs. Like it was it was really cool. Uh really cool, really fun time. Uh the championship, so I made the schedule uh, about six – about seven weeks ago is when I made the schedule. And the last day uh, of – the last game of the season, or like, last day that we played, guys played two games, we had the number one playing against the number two, and they were tied in the standings. We had the number three playing the number five, and number four playing the number six. Uh, so it was like really cool to be a part of, uh, game one of the one and two, uh, team, uh, the one team one, and then the second game of that series, the second team one. So we ended up having to go to a home run derby where every single player got five swings. And we just went off of who hit the most home runs out of both teams, ended up coming down to a, uh, walk off bat flip dude through that shit literally hit our 20-foot-tall ceiling net. Like, it was sick. It it was a really good time. Um, Really excited to look to keep expanding this. We also have about four or five other facilities I've been talking with about possibly looking to do a statewide uh, league with the Hitchrecks League and then have the postseason be the winner from each facility play everybody uh, in the state. So really looking to have some pretty cool stuff coming up with this, but yeah, I don't know. It, it was really fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a lot of, it's a lot of rally killers. I don't know if you want to be training guys to hit all runs. like I know, I know. Who needs all those runs? It's all about momentum. Who knew? Who knew a home run would create momentum? Too much launch angle. Too much launch angle. Grab your PVC pipes and go. All right. <laughs> now the other cool part, uh, the home runs. So. The person that led the league, sophomore. The person that was second in the league, sophomore. Uh third place was a senior, fourth place, sophomore, fifth place, senior, uh, sixth place, senior, uh, tied in sixth place, sophomore. Uh, so we had like a lot of underclassmen guys that train here that were like absolutely getting after it. So it was like I said, really cool experience um for anyone that was a part of it that was tuning in thank you guys uh for anybody that is not sure what the hell i'm talking about we live streamed everything uh i actually wore a mic as well so i was able to commentate uh on all the hits and stuff like that so uh whether we're doing a tournament or another league uh if anyone wants to tune in and see how that goes uh, like i said it's all live streamed on the youtube twitch facebook all that good stuff that's it super any uh any closing closing Thoughts, gentlemen.
2: Follow me on socials. I'm. I'm. That's a, That's another thing I forgot to mention. Now at the downtime, your boy is going to be pumping content. We're we're two days in a row. I might not get a tweet out today, but if, you know, two for two for three to start the start the. the hey, f- bro, man.
0: You're, you're in Washington. You got was it seven thirty yes. right now? Yeah, eight thirty. Oh, it's eight thirty. Oh, you're an hour. Okay, got Hey, eight thirty, bro. That's when the yes. demons come out. I'll tweet about how ground balls are line drives. And whoa, duh. <laughs> That's where we are. That's the content we need. <laughs> I told uh I was working with like some sixth graders, uh, when like this was going down and one kid just looks at me and goes, Is he stupid? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like yeah hey Amen. Yeah, I Any anybody, anybody can get a Facebook these days. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, Thursday. Ah, fuck,
1: man. Hopefully next week. Next week, I should be able to show you guys kind of the finished product of the new facility. So, let's go. Fuck, fired up. Fired up for that. We uh, yeah, been been a long time coming, but we're we are here, finally. So. Hell yeah! I'm it'll 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 more relieved, more relieved than excited at yeah. this point. we so, all. It'll be good.
0: Well, shit. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this week's Chat Chit Chat. I think this is episode 51. So, until uh, next week, thank you, guys.